Welcome to another episode of the Speak Up Podcast, where we speak up everything sports. I'm Kendall Hollowell. I got my man Kenny Hughes with me here today. I'm going to give my ceiling and floor for every NFC team, so let's get right into it. Let's start out east with the Philadelphia Eagles. The story of this team last year was Carson Wentz getting done with no-name guys, practice squad, AAF guys around <laughs> you got Anybody they could find, honestly. Right. Um, he was the first-ever quarterback to throw for 4,000 yards with no 500-yard receiver. He was also the first quarterback in NFL history to throw 20, 20 or more touchdowns with seven or fewer picks in three consecutive seasons. Okay. So Carson Wentz has been getting it done. Yeah. The Eagles address the need in the offseason. They yeah. go out and draft Jalen Rager in the first mm-hmm. round. Very underrated guy. People yeah. are really sleeping on him. They also draft John Hightower, another speedy mm-hmm. guy out of Boise yeah. State. And then this year they get back to Sean Jackson yeah. and Alshon Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. So they're they're building a core around him. Yeah. Still have Ertz at tight end as well. They still have Ertz. They still have Dallas Goddard. Yeah. So reliable guys. Um, they're hoping to get more out of J.J. Arcega-Whiteside this mm-hmm. year. Um, if anything, they want him to be another version of Alshon Jeffrey and yeah. be that big red, uh, red zone target. Exactly. They need they need more out of him. Um, they do lose Brandon Books at guard. That's yeah. a big loss a big for loss, them. Yeah. Very underrated loss. Um, at running back, Miles Sanders looks like he's ready to take the next step. Mm-hmm. Excellent back. Running, catching. Mm-hmm. He does it all for them. Um, on defense, they uh, they still have their pass rush. Yeah. Fletcher Cox, Derek Barnett, Brandon Graham, mm-hmm. guys that can get after uh, the quarterback. The biggest problem for them last year, aside from receiver, obviously, yeah. was the defensive back. <sighs> really struggled yeah. back there. Depleted unit. Yeah. They address that as well. They mm-hmm. go out and get Darius Slay. That's a huge get. Mm-hmm. That's a huge get. That's a great corner. Yeah. So, the ceiling I put for this team is eleven five. I think mm-hmm. they are they're my pick again to win the division. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at Carson Wentz. Uh, we've talked about this in basketball when I said I don't understand what people don't see when it comes to someone like Jason Tatum mm-hmm. and Ben Simmons when it comes to all his other qualities. Carson Wentz is another guy that I don't understand where. People are not seeing it. Mm-hmm. I understand the injury concern, yeah. which is why the Jalen Hurts taking him in the second yeah. round made a lot of sense. But when you watch him play, you watch the arm talent, you watch the escapability, everything he does on the field. I believe Carson Wentz is a top five quarterback. Whoa, that's a statement. That's I believe Carson. If I'm t- if I'm wow. picking guys, I believe Carson Wentz is a top five quarterback. I don't understand what. Cowboy fans and other Carson Wentz haters are talking about when they think Dak Prescott is a better quarterback. There's no way you're watching these games and you think and you're watching them just not analyzing it. You know, oh, no. and you're not seeing it. No, I, I completely agree with you. I think, like you said, the biggest problem is just the injury concerns. That's mm-hmm. that kind of you know, you think back two, three years ago, ACL team wins a Super Bowl. Next year he gets hurt in the playoff game. You know, what I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest concern. I think I don't think anyone's questioning the ability. I think it's just yeah. his availability. Best ability is availability. Herm, Herm Edwards said it best. But you brought up the Super Bowl. I actually want to address that. Yeah. So up until the knee injury, Carson Wentz was the MVP yeah. of the league. Yeah. Love Tom Brady. That's my guy. But if Carson Wentz finishes the season, he wins the MVP. Yeah. They talk about how Nick Foles came in and he leads the Eagles to the Super Bowl. Let's start with that. One, they had home field advantage because of what Carson Wentz did. Yeah, that is true. Nick Foles is a very good backup. 
He's a high-end backup quarterback, a guy that can come in and win you some games. I know he did more than just winning games. He went out and won a Super Bowl, yeah. Super Bowl MVP. But he, was, he wasn't that good at the end of the regular season before, before the playoffs. Um, he wasn't very good in that first playoff game against the Falcons, but then he was great in the next two, yeah. which is what you bring in a high-end backup for. A guy that can come in, you're, he's not going to be your full-time starter. Mm-hmm. A guy that can come in and get it done. And they still had a very excellent roster around him. Yeah. Give you that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. That's, you know. that's the only argument, like you said. It's just the availability issue. Like, so. yeah. And then um, when I look at the 2018 season, when I look at uh, what happened. So Nick Foles starts the season. Mm-hmm. Um, not that good again. Yeah. Because he's not a starting quarterback. He mm-hmm. Probably will be the starting quarterback for the Bears, but he's not a high-end starting quarterback. He's a slightly below-average quarterback as a starter. If exactly. We're be real, yeah. Um, and then I feel like with Carson Wentz, that there were, there was so much pressure on him in that 2018 season because your backup goes out and he wins the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Every day when you go into work, you see a statue of a guy that's still in the building, your backup <laughs> quarterback every day, and he goes out there. I feel like. You know, sometimes he, he tried to do too much or okay. something. Like that. He's trying to make up for it. When he's out of the building, I feel like he felt a little more comfortable in 2019. Mm-hmm. Just didn't have the receivers to back it up with him. Okay, so this is the year having the talent? This is the year, yeah. make that step? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a big Philly believer. Um, the floor, I put 9-7. and seven. Uh, I just think with the amount of talent they have, uh, that this is a winning football team. Mm-hmm. If Carson Wentz happens to go down... I think Jalen Hurts is a very a guy that can come yeah. in, win games, and mm-hmm. possibly lead you to playoffs if that's what you need him to come in and do. Now, if that happens again, though, where he gets hurt and another quarterback leads him into the playoffs, what do you say about Carson Wentz then? I have to ask you that just, you know, because of his injury history. How far does he go? How far does Jalen Hurts take him? Let's just say he gets hurt. Let's speak in hypotheticals. And we don't want anyone to get hurt, but say he gets hurt week seven, week eight. Okay. Right. Jalen leads them to the playoffs from that point. They get through. Let's just say they get out of the wild card, and then they lose in the next round. Mm-hmm. What do you say then? Carson Wentz is the guy. You got to go still back. That you guy. still to, go back? You have to go back to Carson Wentz. That's, okay. your, that's your franchise quarterback. That's the guy that you're building around. Okay. Um, I do hope that he's healthy. Yeah, I of do course, wanna, of I course. Do, yeah. I do I'm just saying him. because mm-hmm. of the history, you yeah. have to ask that question. It's definitely a discussion you have to have up. Yeah. And um, – I think even if he leads them, because Nick Foles took him in a divisional round, and they go back to um, talking about in 2018, yeah. he takes them to divisional round. They go back to Carson Wentz. I think it's a similar situation. I think the Eagles know what they have in the building. Mm-hmm. I think they know what Carson Wentz is, and I think that's the guy that you have to roll with. Okay. Um, let's go to uh, the Dallas Cowboys. I know you're not a big believer in the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, I put their ceiling also as 11 and five, okay. just because of the again. Great, great talent around him, mm-hmm. around this this whole team. Um, floor is eight and eight. It could look kind of similar to how it did last year. Yeah. Um, the expectation for this offense is a top three offense. Yeah. They already had an excellent duo with Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup, mm-hmm. and then they add C.D. Lamb to it. Um, Explosive receiver. Exactly. Explosive. Probably, probably the best trio of receivers yeah. in the league. I would say. Um, Blake Jarwin is a solid tight end. Mm-hmm. 
He's going to shock a lot of people. I really believe he's going to be a huge threat for them on offense. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have Zeke in the backfield, a guy who's led the league in rushing two out of the, the last four years. Zeke is a rare, complete running back yeah. where he can run, block, and catch. There's yeah. there's not a lot of guys built like Zeke. Yeah. Um, and but, built to take that wear and tear, too. A lot of running backs break down, and he's been pretty durable, too. Right. Having uh, Tony Pollard has been a big addition to them, having mm-hmm. him um, – in the in the return game, and then to come in and take some of that pressure off of Zeke. Mm-hmm. For Dak, it's simple. You need to be better in the red zone. You need to be a lot better in big games. Yeah. If you want that big contract that you're hoping to get, you need to be better in these big games. You yeah. need to get it done. Yeah. Every Sunday. Yeah. Every if you're looking for a Patrick Mahomes type of contract. <laughs> You're not going to get it, so we can start there. Yeah. But if you're looking for that big-time contract, yeah. you need to get it done in these big moments. You are the starting mm-hmm. quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. There's always going to be the camera on you mm-hmm. and these big expectations, and you have to get it done. It's simple. <laughs> um, the defense. The what? defense is a problem. Yeah. There's, um, let's, start, let's start up front. They need more out of their pass rush. They paid Demarcus Lawrence, who only had five sacks in 2019. Yeah. Everson Griffin is a is a big signing. I know he's he's out of his prime, but yeah. he's a solid addition. He did have eight sacks in 2019. Mm-hmm. Losing Gerald McCoy, I think, is a, is a big loss yeah. for them. For the Cowboys, so they they've paid all these guys. They paid Zeke. They paid Amari Cooper. They paid the offensive line. They paid Jalen Smith. The problem with paying all these guys is you don't have a lot of depth on your team now. Mm-hmm. So. They lose Jeremy McCoy, immediate problem at that position. Yeah. Another guy, say another guy goes down a different position, they rolls an ankle or something like that. It could be a minor injury. You're depleted at that position now because you don't have a lot of depth because you're very top heavy, heavy in your yeah. salary cap. Mm-hmm. What are your expectations for the Cowboys? I believe that if it all comes together, if the se- the secondary is bad, yeah, the secondary bad. is going to be bad. I like. I like Trayvon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how ready he is to go. Yeah. Because he is a guy that's still extreme he, talent. He, he's just raw. Very, yeah, he's, he's a raw guy. Raw, yeah. He, you see him covering, and you can see him anticipating routes because he was a receiver. Very long guy, a 6'2". But like you said, he is raw. He's still a guy that's learning the position. He recently became a corner at Alabama his first year in 2018. He played, I think it was five games or something like yeah. that, and he breaks his foot. And then he has a full season this year. Yeah. So he's a guy that needs more reps. He's definitely going to get a lot of practice going against these receivers. Mm-hmm. But he just needs more. I think he be, can because he has all the traits. Yeah. He has those Richard Sherman shapes, but yeah. he runs faster than Richard Sherman. Oh, yeah. He has the qualities. Another guy who was a receiver and became a corner. Mm-hmm. It's just going to take some time. Yeah. Maybe he blossoms this year, mm-hmm. but the rest of the guys around him is a problem. Yeah. How do you feel about the middle of the field, though? Do you think Van Der Esch and Smith can make up for some of the – I don't know. They talk about that that tandem at backer. Do you think they can make up for some of the issues? At defensive back? At, at middle – at backer. I'm saying at up backer? front. Up front. Can they make up for some of that? Like having them in the front seven. I don't think that they can make up for the defensive – I think – Not for the defensive yeah. backs, but just some of the issues on the defense. Like up front, at least. Yeah, I think – I mean, definitely they um, – it becomes down to injuries. They mm-hmm. need to be healthy. Um, but there are guys that are leaders, mm-hmm. um, high-energy guys, and that starts to feed off of other guys. 
the biggest thing for the secondary is the pass rush that we talked about. Yeah. That's the that's the best thing you can do for a depleted secondary. Have some pass rush that helps them out back there. I don't know if Alden Smith is going to cut it, but <laughs> no, he's a good. He he's not. He obviously he's not going to be what he was. Yeah. He hasn't been in the league in five years. But you hope that he can be a very good situational guy. Yeah. Maybe he does. He's not the guy that racks up the sacks, but he's mm-hmm. someone that can create pressure. Someone that, you know, creates lanes and twists and stuff like that for other guys. That's what you're mm-hmm. you're hoping for them. Um, let's go to the Giants. Not a lot of expectations for them. I put their ceiling at six and ten. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Jones a lot better. Yeah, I'll admit that I was wrong expect- about yeah. him. Yeah, he was a lot better. For him, he needs to eliminate the turnovers. That's the big thing. A lot of a lot of uh, fumbles. Yeah. Has to cut down the interceptions, obviously. Um, great running back is Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. I think when Saquon Barkley is healthy and he's at his best, that Saquon is the best running back in football. Okay. Um, this is a team I think that would have benefited greatly from having a preseason. That they, that they are hurt by not having that. Yeah. They have some up-and-coming guys at receiver. Yeah. So Solid tight end in Evan Ingram. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of uncertainty when it comes to Joe Judge. I know a lot of people didn't know who he was when he got hired. All you know is special teams guy for yeah. for the Patriots, another Belichick guy. Mm-hmm. He's doing a lot of Belichick things out there. Did you see uh, he took the names off of mm-hmm. the, the back of the jerseys, which is a very collegiate thing to do. I don't, I'm not sure what that's really going to – I don't know what it, that it's is. It's not going to make a difference in the NFL, but <laughs> – Yeah. Um, Know, he could be another Belichick guy that works out, that doesn't work out, mm-hmm. or maybe it works in a few years. It's, yeah. it's not going to happen this year. Oh, for sure, no. Yeah. I put their ceiling as 3-13. and 13. It can, yeah. um, Daniel Jones regresses, and they kind of start to look like the giants of the end of Eli Manning. Yeah. That's, Hopefully that's not the case. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, let's go to the Washington football team. They're another team that could have benefited from having oh, yeah. the preseason getting right now it's about getting Dwayne Haskins more reps you want to see you just want to see it all come together for Dwayne Haskins I think I know I'm a big believer in Dwayne Haskins and you are as well Mm -hmm. for I know when you look at the stats from last year you see seven touchdowns and seven interceptions it doesn't look that good but you look at the last three games Five touchdowns and only one interception. Yeah. He's a guy that did get better at the end of the year. Mm. Um, three of those interceptions were in the Giants game, which he, they were wrong for throwing yeah. him out there. He he wasn't ready. They throw him out there in a bad situation. Yeah. Low completion percentage, those mm. three interceptions, and that's not a good start for your career for anybody. That was sabotage yeah. almost, honestly. Exactly. Yeah, and he was in a, he was in an uphill career, battle with yeah. his own team, his own coaching staff for yeah. the rest of the season. So... Alex Smith is healthy. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that he will be the starter. We can, I can see that. I agree with that. Um, I root for Alex Smith. I'm glad that he's out there. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that he's healthy yeah. after all the, the 17 surgeries. If you haven't watched his E60, remarkable Crazy. story. Yeah. It's, it is hard to look at yeah. with everything that happened in his leg, but it is an incredible story to see how he got to this point. Alex Smith is a good mentor for, for Dwayne Haskins. He's a great mentor for Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. He's a guy that I believe one day will become a very good OC if yeah. that's the direction he decides to take. But he's very good for you. He was good for Patrick Mahomes' development. Yeah. 
He's a very good guy to have in the room yeah. for film study, analyzing things on the mm-hmm. on the field, all of that. Yeah. Uh, at running back, it's a, it's a bit of a question mark. You yeah, have yeah. you have a lot of guys, so you still have Adrian Peterson. Mm-hmm. Um, he racked up what was it, over eight hundred yards, yards yeah. or almost, something like that. Almost got to a thousand. Mm-hmm. So he's a guy. He's still a. He's a capable back still, mm-hmm. but he's not that guy that's going to break those long runs for no, you. No. Those, those days are done. They do have some other guys, Antonio Gibson. Mm-hmm. I know some that they're big on that they drafted out of Memphis. Yeah. Bryce Love, a yeah. guy who missed last season. I want to see how he comes out. Mm-hmm. He's a great running back in college. And then Peyton Barber, another guy who has who's had experience. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested to see what kind of direction they go in and how they, they use these guys. You're hoping that one of these guys – elevates you want to see it happen in camp someone that elevates it but as the season progresses yeah. you do want to have that you you like you want it like it's good they have a rotation but you do want to have that one bell uh bell Cal- yeah exactly you want to have that one guy mm. not a lot of weapons outside yeah. of terry mclaurin that is true that's that's a big thing for me when it comes to them they don't yeah. have a lot of weapons on yeah, the yeah. outside and terry mclaurin trey quinn yeah Give or take, yeah. So we'll we'll see what it, what happens when it comes Office, to that. Yeah. Yeah. Remember with Dwayne Haskins that he only started the one year at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. So he's another guy that needs more reps. Time, yeah. Give him time, work with him. You want to see? He's not going to take this team to the playoffs. They're no. they're not going to the playoffs. But you want to see? Want to see maturation? Exactly. You want to see see that this is the guy, that this is your your franchise quarterback, that you can go out in the next draft, go out in free agency and try to build a team around him. That's the big thing for this Washington team. I think he has enough talent. This is just me. He, I feel like he can be a perennial guy in the NFC. He, like, if you look at the way he throws the ball, if he gets it figured out mentally, I think, yeah, I believe it. I put he can be elite. I put their floor as two and fourteen. So, yeah. you know, it doesn't doesn't come together. Mm-hmm. I think it's more so with the with the talent around Haskins, yeah. more so than Haskins himself. They do have some pieces on defense, especially with the pass rush. Yeah. Chase Young, I think, will rack up about that's what I was thirteen, ask. fourteen sacks. sacks <laughs> probably win defensive player of the year. Still have Montez Sweat, so you have two yeah. freaks on the outside rushing the passer. Never bet against Jack Del Rio and Ron no. Rivera coaching the defense either. Right. Let's go to the NFC South. Okay. I'm gonna start with the Bucks. So I the big you're high the, on them. The the <laughs> big story is Tom Brady coming over from New England after 20 seasons and six Super Bowls later. Tom Brady is coming here to win Super Bowls. He's not going to Florida to ease into his retirement, get some more games in. Tom <laughs> Brady is coming here to win Super Bowls. We see him and Mike Evans working very early in camp. Yeah. The last time that Tom Brady had a receiver that can take top, the top off of a defense was Randy Moss. And they <laughs> nearly went undefeated. Is that that's your expectations? Is that your ceiling? The ceiling? No. The ceiling is the ceiling is third. I'm not. No, they're not going undefeated. <laughs> I was about to no, say, no. You kind of hyped about no. it. No. I'm just saying that was the last time he had a premier guy like okay. that. We saw last year with Tom Brady when he had Antonio Brown for the week. Yeah. He had it for one week. He came in, had a couple practices. 
Throws it, goes straight down the field, Antonio Brown. So you see what he can do with these marquee guys. Now he has two of them. He has yeah. two top ten receivers on his team. I'm saying he went from pretty much the worst receiving core it's in football. probably the best receiving core, honestly. Best exactly. duo, honestly, in the NFL. Definitely, yeah. You see, Tom Brady's been able to elevate receivers his whole career. Danny Amendola, Julian Edelman, mm-hmm. Kimbrough Tompkins. You remember Kimbrough Tompkins? Oh, yeah. yeah. These other guys. Hogan. Early, Hogan, Chris Hogan. These other guys early in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, David Givens. Yeah. Deion Branch. All these guys around him. So, Tom Brady is coming here to win Super Bowls. They have yeah. an excellent tight end group. Bray, Gronk, Howard. Oh, yeah. I know that Gronk isn't the elite tight end that he once was. He still can be an excellent blocker. If they need That's the be. biggest thing. That was the big thing for Gronk in his final. In the, I look at the playoff run that they had, hmm. the Chargers game and the Chiefs game. And then in the Super Bowl, excellent run blocker. Yeah. And then we saw him a big in the Super Bowl. The the drive where they score a touchdown, he throws mm-hmm. the fade to Gronk. The fourth, the beginning of the fourth quarter drive where he, he throws the lob one to Gronk and he picks up like 15 yards. So when they need him, mm-hmm. Gronk still shows up. Yeah. Run. Who, who do they have a running back? Ronald, Ronald Jones. Jones. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Another guy who he like that's he started to progress. Guy, yeah. Uh, they have the draft Keyshawn Vaughn mm-hmm. out of Vanderbilt. I know they signed LaShawn McCoy. I don't know if LaShawn McCoy is even going to make the roster because yeah, you see he wasn't active for the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's a uh, so he'll be he would be the third running back, and LaShawn McCoy is not playing special teams. No. So outside of offense, what kind of value does he does he bring you? He doesn't have a lot of things. So I don't I know they signed him, but I don't I don't believe that LaShawn McCoy will be on the roster. Mm-hmm. The the floor I put is nine and seven. Okay. I think it just doesn't work out, like something of that mm-hmm. nature. You know where there's some uh, there's some rough patches yeah. and stuff like that. I know it may it may or may not take some time to get going. Mm-hmm. I think that's. Do you remember? So Tom Brady had all these private workouts that he was doing with the receivers, and the league was mad at it. And the reason he was doing it is because no one's gonna care. They don't want to hear the excuses as if it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So that's why he was out there doing They want to hear, uh, oh, he didn't have enough time to prepare and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think it works immediately. Mm-hmm. I think especially with the defense that began to progress at the end of last yeah. year will be a big component, especially in September. Yeah. And now he doesn't have to play in cold weather at the end of yeah, the that's year. that's a big deal He's down too. in sunny Florida. Yeah. He doesn't have to deal with, uh, you know, <laughs> snow, frozen, all the cold <laughs> Also, I don't want to hear any more about Tom Brady's age or lack of arm strength. They, I, said he was, they said he was too old at 39. He goes out there and brings him back in the Super Bowl down 28-3. to They mm-hmm. said he was old at 40. He brings him back to the Super Bowl and he wins the league MVP. Mm-hmm. They said he was old at 41. It just he, keeps going. Yeah, takes him... You know, goes into Arrowhead in the AFC Championship game, mm-hmm. takes down Patrick Mahomes and wins another Super Bowl. People want to bring up last year. He didn't have any targets last year. Mm-hmm. He didn't look old when he was throwing Antonio Brown and Josh Gordon. No, not at all. Yeah. So the arm strength is not a problem. It's not. It's never been a problem for Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to another team in the NFC South who 
I know a lot of people that this would probably probably be everybody's choice to win it with the Saints. Yeah. Very talented on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Pro Bowl and All Pro level guys on on both sides of the ball, starting mm-hmm. with Drew Brees. Yeah. Uh, they get Elvin Kamara will be healthy this year. Yeah. Elvin Kamara is still a top five running back mm-hmm. in the league. I've seen a lot of these these lists come out that have him way down there. Alvin Kamara is a elite running back. For what he does, yeah. Come on. Touches the ball in every facet of the game. Mm-hmm. Special teams, running back. He goes out at wide receiver sometimes. Does it all. Yeah. Um, Mike, Michael Thomas, yeah. top two at the very, very top least. Top two, not two in my opinion. He's number one. Michael Thomas like, is the best receiver in football. People hate on him. I don't want to hear... He uh, all he does is run slants. His name is Can't Guard Mike. That is his Twitter handle for a reason because you can't guard that man. I'm exactly. not gonna be mad at a guy that's out there picking up first downs yeah. and scoring touchdowns. I don't care what route he runs. He gets open yeah, and he the produces. Ball. Exactly. Yeah. That's all I want to hear. The the story for this team is just you got to get it done in the postseason. Yeah. I know they've had some bad luck, a lot of a lot of misfortunes. Yeah. I'm not gonna get fully into the Rams one. They, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear the excuses for from Saints fans. You could have stopped them at the yeah. end of regulation. Oh yeah. You got the ball back first in overtime. You could have stopped them in overtime. So I don't want to hear any of the excuses mm-hmm. when it comes to that. But yeah, the, the, it's simple. Even the year after, you, there's no excuse for losing the Vikings the year after either. Right. You like, you had the lead. Could have stopped Kirk Cousins. You. Yeah. It, it is on you yeah. to get it done. Yeah, their ceiling is thirteen three. Their floor is ten and six. Another one I don't see. Um, I don't see a possibility where this, they're not a winning football team. Okay. The Falcons. I put their ceiling as twelve and four. They have a lot of talent. They do. Talent has never been the issue for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. It's the injuries. Yeah. They've been hit with the injury bug multiple years in a row now. Mm-hmm. Like they have talent on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Julio Jones is a top three receiver. Mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley is an excellent number two, a very underrated number two yeah. receiver. Lines up everywhere, too. Right. Great route runner. Mm. Sure gets open Exactly. Gets open and makes plays. They were they were 6-2 and two at the end of last year. Yeah. So they, they were they're building up. Mm-hmm. If Matt Ryan can have... Matt Ryan's a top 10 quarterback. Yeah. He's still a top 10 quarterback. If he can have Something similar to his 2016 season, they could be a playoff team this year. They they add Todd Gurley. Yeah, we know Todd Gurley's not the same running back that he was before. I wouldn't even say that either, though. We're not too sure because they did take back. He didn't have as many touches last season either. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we really got to see Gurley thrive the way we did the uh, the previous years. So we might get to see a full see him come back in like full form. I don't okay. know. Even if he's not to his his uh, his full form, he's a excellent guy down on the goal line. When you're yeah. in the red zone, has a nose for the end zone. Mm-hmm. So he may, he's he's probably not going to give you those, you know, thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred yard oh, season anyway. No. But he's still a guy that can give you double digit touchdowns yeah. and get it done down. That's been a problem for the Falcons. Yeah. Red, red zone. zone. Now you have someone like Todd Gurley, who when he sniffs the end zone, he's, he's like he, not saying he's LT. No. But when he when he sniffs the end zone, he gets in and yeah. he gets it done. But the floor I put is six and ten. You know, um, Dan Quinn. You know, there's still some questions. He's on the hot seat, definitely going into this year. 
And then again, they get hit with the injury bug. Right. And then the top two teams in their division. Yeah, like top heavy division. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about their defense? They have guys. Yeah. It's, you know, it's been a couple of years since they've all been out there together. It's, mm. if they're, it's a, it's a question mark, but I think they can be a very good defense. Like we said, talent is not the issue. Mm. It's just having the guys out there and getting it done. I want to make a statement. I think AJ Terrell is going to be elite. I just want to I say do that. Too. I do. I yeah, I know everybody clips, hates yeah. on him for the national championship game. Let's start with Jamar Chase did that to everybody all, <laughs> yeah. all year. So what was it? AJ Terrell had throughout every so every game up until the national championship game, he allowed sixty yards or less against everybody that he played with. He's a very good corner. There's a reason he got drafted in the first round yeah. towards the first half of the first round. He's a very good corner out there. Let's uh let's wrap up the NFC South with the with the Panthers. Another team affected yeah. with COVID nineteen. New coach, yeah. new quarterback. They're in a rebuild. Yeah, complete rebuild. This isn't a rebuild. Teddy Bridgewater is a is an excellent quarterback. Mm-hmm. They still have Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. I just think I I think it just maybe next year. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna happen. I put their their uh their uh, ceiling at seven and nine, okay. and then their floor is three and thirteen. Okay. I think they'll be more so more towards three and thirteen. We saw last year at the end of last year that Ron Rivera wasn't the issue in in Carolina. Yeah. That I don't think he should have been fired. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that he got another job. Yeah, but he was not the issue last year. And then you saw the team fell apart once he was gone. Yeah. DJ Moore is a receiver yeah, that I like a lot. I think people will talk about DJ Moore a lot this year. Mm-hmm. It's just they're just they're just signed underrated. Robbie Aaron Anderson. That's a yeah, big get. underrated signing. Mm-hmm. Again, I think they just have a a top heavy division. They're gonna it's gonna be a struggle there, and it's just they're just in a rebuild mode. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe next year. Yeah, maybe next year. Maybe the year after. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the NFC South with the Vikings. So yeah, I put you mean North NFC. the North. Excuse me. I put the Vikings. They're ceiling as eleven and five. Okay. And their floor is eight and eight. Let's start. Um, I know people want to immediately hop on Kirk Cousins, but he's not. He's not okay. Let's start. He's not a bad quarterback. No. He's better than people give him credit for. He got better last year, especially when the receiver started to get on him. Yeah. He had twenty six touchdowns and seven interceptions. Mm-hmm. The seven interceptions was the lowest in his career. And then he had a career high pass rating with a with a hundred hundred seven point four. So the the thing with Cousins though is we saw it in the in the division round against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Is he's not a guy that takes chances and not a guy that lets it rip and lets it go out there. And that's something that he needs to get better at if he really wants to take that next step. And if the Vikings are gonna take the next step as a team, they need more from Cousins in that aspect that he has to, you know, not be out there being conservative, mm-hmm. worried about, you know, other things other than letting it rip, using these weapons he has around him and getting it done. Yeah. We saw what Dalvin Cook can do when he's healthy. Definitely. Excellent back when he's out there. Catching, running, yeah. he gets it done. Um, still have Adam Thielen, mm. top receiver. They draft Justin Jefferson. Is yeah. a guy I believe that Justin Jefferson – he you said may, he's the best receiver in this draft. That was your. I think he opinion, might yeah. have the best stats. Yeah. Um. 
I think he'll have over 80 catches. That's a prediction yeah. that I put out there. Just he's he looks excellent in camp. Mm-hmm. Very good hands. Ran faster at the combine than people thought. So Justin Jefferson is he's gonna be up there in the receiving categories, I believe. Uh, on defense, arguably the best safety duo out there with Harrison Smith mm. and uh, Anthony Harris. Yeah. Two, you know, Anthony Harris is a ball hog back there. Mm. And then Harrison Smith does it everywhere. Yeah. Drops back, blitzes, yeah. run fits. He's, he's everywhere man. on the field. Yeah. yeah. I heard um, there were players were talking about it that uh, Harrison Smith makes his own calls out there. So he decides when he wants to blitz. <laughs> And when he, when you have a guy like that, I think it was the same with Troy Polamalu. It yeah. was the same that when you have a guy like that who has a nose for the football, that can drop back into coverage, can blitz, can run fit, that mm-hmm. you just you let him play. Yeah, just let him yeah. go. Harrison, if you see something you want to blitz, go. <laughs> you see them dropping back. Nothing stopping you. Yeah, <laughs> you, go out you there. Think? You need to adjust the DN, move <laughs> around, do what you got to do. Yeah. But he is the he's the leader. He's the captain of that defense. Definitely. Um, the four I put is eight and eight. Okay. So I think, you know, again, um, it comes to it comes to Kirk Cousins. You know, not getting done in terms of you know, taking chances, mm-hmm. letting it fly out there, all the little stuff, and then, um, it's just all that. And then, so let's go to the Packers. I put their ceiling as eleven five also. Okay. And then I put their floor as seven and nine. You just think it just can go so can go south or it can. So I have a I have a couple issues with what the Packers did in the off season. Um, starting with not even not even necessarily the Jordan Love pick because mm-hmm. I understand it in some aspects, yeah. but they don't go out and add another receiver mm-hmm. to complement. Uh, Devontae Adams and then they didn't get better from last year what they did in the offseason in the draft so we know they made it to the NFC Championship game but they're not anywhere close to the 49ers they got run off the field twice against them last year they're not anywhere close and they didn't do anything really to get better and that's my issue with them that's why one of the reasons I believe they'll take a step back this year Mm -hmm. give me give me your input um, honestly, I don't know how to feel about the Packers, especially, like you said, they didn't pick up anyone at receiver. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest thing. You know, I know they ran the ball a lot last season, and that's probably their plan going into this next season with Jones at running back. But I feel like you don't have any receiver talent, and you're already kind of – you can tell Rodgers is upset while he while he's there anyway. So yeah, I could see it going south. I, I personally think it might go south. I think they could be worse than 7-9, or nine, honestly. I believe so. I, I think, think it can go south. Really my fast. prediction is they won't make the playoffs this year. Yeah, that's right. my that's yeah, my bold prediction in the NFC that the Packers will not make the playoffs this year. Let's go to the Bears. So four eight and eight, mm-hmm. ceiling five and eleven. Wait, I think you flipped that around. Uh, ceiling, the, oh ceiling eight and eight, eight, eight floor four, five, five and eleven. Either way, those aren't very good either way. No, <laughs> yeah. All starts at the quarterback. Inconsistencies and a number of problems at quarterback. I believe that Nick Foles will be the starter. Yeah. Week one. I think they're they brought him in for a reason that they're moving off of Trubisky. I'm not sure. We Nick Foles didn't really look too good last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. 
it's just it's all comes down to the quarterback. When you have all these struggles at quarterback, you become mm-hmm. so limited on offense. Yeah. They have a great defense there in Chicago too. That's the the, that is, really is exactly. Good. I think that's that's the thing though that their defense is gonna pretty much keep them every game. They're, they had problems with injury last year. Mm-hmm. If they're if they're healthy this year, their defense will keep them in all these games. Yeah. It comes down to the quarterback position making plays, yeah. and I just don't think that they're gonna get it done. I can see it. It's. Sad because that roster is very talented too. Even at receiver, they have some pretty decent receivers. Allen Robinson is a yeah. excellent receiver, very yeah. underrated guy. It is a shame the quarterbacks that he has had mm. dating back to his days at Penn State. Yeah. So he's oh, had Matt McGloin, <laughs> Hackenberg. Hackenberg. He comes in the NFL. He has Chad Henney, Blake Bortles, yeah. Mitch Trubisky, Chase yeah. Daniels. So I think that's one of the reasons that people don't talk about when they talk about elite receivers mm-hmm. is because he hasn't had the quarterback to compliment with him. But he is a excellent, excellent receiver yeah. out there that doesn't get enough credit. Definitely. Yeah. But their defense, if they're elite. Khalil Mack, elite pass rusher. Yeah. Eddie Jackson, I believe safety. elite safety out mm. there. Another underrated yeah. guy we talk about ha-ha, safeties. Did Haha sign with them as well? He did. Yeah, that's yeah. another so, great safety as yeah. well. Good safety combo. So mm-hmm. it just the defense isn't going to be the problem. It's it just awesome. all comes down to the quarterback position, mm-hmm. and I'm just I don't have any reason to have faith in them until I actually see something. Yeah. One for like consistency. Yeah. Not one game. I got to see some consistency from whoever they put out there. Trubisky. Yeah. Foles. I think they're both going to play this year because they're both going to struggle. Yeah. And they'll be looking for a quarterback next year. But yeah, eight and eight mm-hmm. ceiling. Five eleven is the floor. I agree. Uh, Detroit. So I put their, I put their ceiling as nine and seven. Oh, I think uh, yeah, there, yeah, I think yeah, there's yeah. a, there is a chance that Detroit can be a good team this year. Okay. So starts to talk about quarterbacks. Matthew Stafford is a top ten quarterback in this league. Very underrated. Has been underrated. Yeah. He has been hurt in his career by this terrible franchise and yeah. the way they have done everything around him. Mm-hmm. But you know. He was playing. He was playing MVP level until he got hurt last year. Mm-hmm. Nineteen touchdowns, only five interceptions yeah. until up until he got hurt. Um, so, so this is also the first time he didn't play all sixteen games. Sixteen games since twenty ten. Okay. So it's not like he's a an injury prone quarterback or anything like that. So I expect him to be out there, hopefully. Yeah. Um, excellent uh, receiver duo. Yeah. Galladay. Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones. Yeah. And then I look at the running back position, mm-hmm. too. So they still have um, Carryon Johnson. Yeah. And then they draft DeAndre Swift, who I believe was the that best was running steel. back. Excellent guy. Mm-hmm. Excellent career at Georgia. To get him in the second round, big yeah. steal, like you said. Um, also, too, last year, uh, what is it? They had um, all these one-possession games. I think they had Cardinals they game. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had the tie, so they lost eight games by one score. Yeah. So that's not going to happen again. And then, yeah, they had the tie at the beginning yeah. of the year with the Cardinals. The defense, though, was a problem. Mm-hmm. They were bad last year. So I know they draft Jeff Okuda, mm-hmm. who will become a lockdown quarterback, yeah. cornerback in this league. But so when I look at it, so they lose Darius Slay, and they bring and they draft Jeff Okuda, and it just puts them. So you draft Okuda. 
to be Slay, mm-hmm. will there be a better version of Slay? That's yeah. what you're hoping. That's why you drafted him in number three. But it just mm-hmm. puts them back in the same position that they were last year. Yeah. And that's where my so, issue with them. They have so many holes everywhere else mm-hmm. uh, on defense. Yeah. And then that's why I put their their floor as four and 12. Okay. And then also, too, uh, if guys don't fully buy into uh, Patricia, which yeah. has been a problem his first couple of seasons. Yeah. So that's where it can kind of all unravel mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I think Detroit has the potential to be a lot better than people think they will be. Oh, definitely. Let's move out west with Seattle. Make the big-time trade to add Jamal Adams. That's huge, man. Let's start with, we talk about Seattle, let's start with, do you believe they gave up too much? No, to me, no. It's, okay. it's nowhere, no. Okay. Come on now. I, I agree with the same. So they give up two ones. Uh, Bradley McDougal, mm. and then what was it? A third? Yeah, like a third round. Third, another third. Yeah. So yeah, I look so. at this in a number of number of different ways when it comes to the trade. So let's start with one. They they're not going to draft you in the first round anyway. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a good thing they got rid yeah. of those picks. They do most of their damage in the mid rounds anyway. They got Russell Wilson in the third, mm-hmm. Sherman in the fifth. Mm-hmm. Chancellor was another late round guy. Yeah. Um, what was Bobby Wagner? I think he was another late round guy yeah, too. Another, like third, third, he may, he may be like third or fourth round. Yeah, so that's where their most of their damage is done anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's one of the reasons why I was so upset with the Jets trading, not trading him, not paying him, mm-hmm. and then putting him in the trade discussion and then eventually doing it is because that is your leader of your team. Yeah, you have now you have. Two excellent leaders in Russell Wilson mm-hmm. and Jamal Adams, and guys follow Jamal Adams. Yeah. I talk LSU reads different type of defensive backs. Mm-hmm. You have when you have him and Tyron Matthew, those two guys, their impact on a team goes far beyond what the stat line will show. Oh yeah, their energy in feeds off of yeah. other people. He's gonna go out there, Jamal Adams, and he's gonna go out there and he's gonna ball. Mm-hmm. And that's something that they've been missing since they broke up the Legion of Boom. They yeah. haven't had playmakers at the defensive back position. Yeah. I know he did, they, people want to talk about his ball production. No one throws uh, yeah. it. I'm sorry. This yeah. is just me. I don't think any – they don't throw at him. Mm-hmm. If we're going to be honest here, like, that's the reason why he doesn't have a lot of ball production. Yeah. Teams, they game plan for him. So, yeah. Yeah. they can quiet exactly. all that ball production yeah. noise. Yeah. I would like to see him from a personal standpoint just to, you know, kind of shut up other people to yeah. have more ball production. But if he keeps at this pace – not not a big deal for me because he just just how he elevates other people. So yeah. now you have the best safety and the best linebacker on your defense, mm-hmm. and talent around Russell Wilson has kind of been a problem the last few yeah. years. It really has. He's carried that entire team. Exactly. So Pro Football Focus recognized it. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked. Um, Was it executives around the league have recognized yeah. it? That has been Russell Wilson. <laughs> picking up this franchise. So let's let's actually move to the offense that their game plan has to be a lot better. Oh yeah. You can't have these horrible calls on first and second down and then have Russell Wilson, hey, do your thing on third yeah. down, Run get around, us out of the jam. Yeah. yeah. He um Russell Wilson talked about it. he had an interview and uh some people analyzed it and they said it was kind of a, a shot at the coaching staff where he talked about we have to play what was it, every quarter, like it's the fourth quarter. Because they're trailing so much, mm-hmm. because they asked Russell Wilson to bring them out of these situations. So mm-hmm. He's been great when they're trailing. Yeah. Last year he had, uh, when trailing at halftime, 19 touchdowns, one interception, and pass rating of 110. Oh, yes. He's the lead. So you know, yeah. yeah, you know, 
those yeah, those are at least statistics, so you know he's gonna bring out of it. But you don't, you won't want that in every situation. Mm-hmm. You do, you need a better game plan. You, you just call you, better plays. It's simple. It's been it an is. issue for the ever since that Super Bowl that that call during the Super Bowl. This has been an issue for it the has team. Been. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I do like some of the pieces they have on offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Carson. Yeah. Um, they did miss him in the playoffs. Yeah. So they didn't have. You know their their main guy at running back, um, him and Metcalf work. Russell Wilson and DK yeah. Metcalf work. He he loves DK Metcalf. Yeah. That is a big. Uh, that was a big steal for them last year. Yeah, and then they still have Tyler Lockett. Yeah, so that's a, that's a solid duo for them right there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it it all comes down to you can't go out there and just expect Russell Wilson. To get you out of every jam, mm. he's probably going to do it because that's what he does. He creates magic on the field, yeah. but that can't be if you're trying to get back to the Super Bowl. If you're trying yeah, to win championships, that can't be yeah. your game plan. Their ceiling, I put it thirteen and three. Okay. I think we talked about it. Russell Wilson, top two quarterback in the league. Mm. You know he's going to go out there. He's going to get it done. I like the weapons around him. I like how it's coming together. And then I love what they did on defense, getting Jamal Adams to complement oh, yeah. that with Bobby Wagner and the rest of the guys. The floor I put is ten and six. They're not gonna have a losing record when you have Russell no. Wilson at quarterback. No. I think they just have too much, you know, top end talent with all this to mm. have a losing record. But I think they will be in another situation with the 49ers. Which is so that's why I put the 49ers ceiling at thirteen and three and I put their floor as ten and six also. Mm. I think it's gonna be the same situation last year. Maybe it doesn't come down to a you know one game one, yeah, one game and you know, getting uh, one yard away, mm-hmm. so we'll see what that. But I think it will be neck and neck again. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the 49ers though. Jimmy Garoppolo, you need more out of Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. I know, I saw the top 100 list. I, I'm a Jimmy Garoppolo is not a top 100 player. <laughs> he is not a top 100 player. You've I know, said this for a while. I though. know he took him to the Super Bowl. People talk about. I know we had some, you know, the Saints game and some of these other games, but you need more from him. You saw it in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. when they needed him to make plays. He, he couldn't show. get it done. It wasn't him that took him to the to the Super Bowl in the playoff games. It was the running. Would he would mm-hmm. he throw eight passes? Yeah, eight total passes in one game. Yeah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> so they do have an excellent running game. Yeah. You know, that Kyle Shanahan uh, offensive yeah. system. So, you know, he creates for that. They do have one of the best two tight ends in George Kittle. Mm-hmm. They have a up-and-coming receiving core. Mm-hmm. I know Debo Samuel is working back from the injury, but yeah. we saw what uh, what Kyle Shanahan can do with him in the offense. Yeah. They draft Brandon Ayuk, yeah. who I believe will be a, eventually will become a star in this offense just yeah. because of his, his route-running ability, everything mm-hmm. that he can do. We see so like we see like Kyle Shanahan can draw guys open, yeah. and he's gonna do the same thing for Brandon Ayuk. So mm-hmm. you pair that with him, um, Kendrick Bourne, yeah. another underrated guy, another up and coming guy. So they have a, you know, it's not an elite receiving core, but it's a solid young up and coming receiving core that can get that can get it done. Especially with the offensive mind like Kyle Shanahan, exactly, like you can do a lot with what they have. Um, defense was a story. For this team, they still have that dangerous defensive line. They lose to Forrest Buckner, but then they go out and draft Javon Kinlaw. So, I don't... 
that was kind of like fair <laughs> at that point. Um, so, you know, those guys, Nick yeah. Bosa, all those guys you can get off the quarterback for 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. Fred Warner is on his way to becoming an all-pro linebacker. Yeah. Richard Sherman got back to being Richard Sherman. Yeah. So that is a complete defense. Yeah. It just all comes down to, to Jimmy Garoppolo getting it done in yeah. big games, big moments. Of course, got to ask, ahead. how do you feel about – I know you say Jimmy Garoppolo getting it done in the games, and I understand players are the ones who play. But do you think play, Shanahan, we've seen him twice in the Super Bowl. We've seen him play, play kind of like crumble – Mm-hmm. Under pressure, how you feel about Shanahan in these moments? You know, because he's he's been there twice and he's choked twice, and we've seen the play calling change at the end of the game. It so, is a, so. it is a problem, but two, I think it comes down to also when you talk about franchise quarterback mm-hmm. that you have to you have to get it done okay. in those big moments. You are what was the score in the Super Bowl? It was. A, 2010 or something. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were up two scores. So it mm-hmm. all comes down. You have to, you have to get it done in those big moments. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go around the Cardinals. I put their their ceiling as ten and six, and the four as seven and nine. I'm expecting big things out of Kyler Murray. I'm He's expecting him to off. take that huge leap in year two. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting Kyler Murray to put up Lamar Jackson type numbers. Yeah. That is the expectation for. Yeah. For Murray in year two, he has a talent, arm strength, just arm ta- arm talent, his running ability, mm-hmm. the offense nice. as a whole. They trade for DeAndre Hopkins, so yeah. now he has that elite, mm-hmm. very elite number one receiver out yeah. there, a guy who can do it all. Excellent true receiver, Larry Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. Christian Kirk. So he has the guys around yeah. him to get it done. Yeah. Um. The offensive line was kind of a problem mm-hmm. last year. I do like the Josh Jones pick they had yeah. in the third round, a very sleeper pick. Mm-hmm. He he was projected a first round guy in a lot of mock drafts and then yeah. he falls in the third round. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's that they addressed that position. And then some of these other late round picks that I'm actually like excited about. So they Isaiah Simmons was also another steal. Yeah. Guy who can do it all on defense for you, mm-hmm. line up everywhere. Him and Buda Baker are gonna have mm-hmm. a lot of fun in that defense. Exactly. You can Scheme up anything. You can have Buddha yeah. down in the box. You can yeah. have him deep. Yeah. You could put these guys anywhere. You can yeah. mix and match them. So that's going to create a lot of problems for for some of these teams. Mm-hmm. But yeah, going back to some of their late round picks, uh, Evan Weaver is mm-hmm. a tackling machine. They get him out yeah. of Cal. Eno Benjamin is a sleeper pick in the seventh yeah. round. Local guy from yeah. Arizona State. Mm-hmm. You know, great running back while he was there. Was mm-hmm. one of the tops in the country? Wasn't he was rushing yeah, yards. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, him and Kyler be able to do mm-hmm. some things over there. So, this is a uh, – I think um, it comes down to the division, you know, top-heavy division. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it takes – maybe they're a year away, mm-hmm. something like that. I I wouldn't be surprised if they make the playoffs. Yeah. But I don't think they'll make the playoffs this year. I think they'll just be just on the outside looking in, mm-hmm. you know, building up. Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury have the possibility to be one of the best head coaching quarterback deals yeah. for the next decade. So that is big things are coming in Arizona. I think this is my honest belief. I think Cliff Kingsbury is going to shut a lot of these old school defensive coordinators up about this the spread offense not being able to work in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think he they finally found a match made in heaven where it's going to work. 
yeah. him and him and Kyler are like meant to be together. So yeah. Oh, I could see them really Perfect. changing the landscape. Yeah. Let's go to the final NFC West team, the Rams. We've talked about it before. We kind of feel like the Rams are in like it's like no man's, no man's land. Yeah, yeah, it's like no man's land where it's like they're not they're not in a rebuild. Mm-hmm. But they're not one of these top contenders in the NFC. No. I know they're only two years removed now from the Super Bowl, but they made a mistake paying some of these guys yeah. big money, and it's kind of hurt them. Mm-hmm. You want to see more out of Jared Goff? Definitely. He's, I believe he is a franchise quarterback. He is your franchise quarterback, but you just want to see, you know, more consistency yeah. out of him and just him carry a team. Right, like you want to see him actually take yeah. a step and carry guy. Yeah, which you team. expect when you draft a guy number mm-hmm. one overall. That's what you want to see from him. Um, still have Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. the greatest interior defense alignment ever. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey at corner, you know, lockdown corner. That's still that's still a elite guy out there. That is a lockdown mm-hmm. corner. On offense, I I'm big on Cam Akers this year. Okay. I think he will have a big season. I think. Let's see. He's really talented. He is. He had. He was excellent at Florida State behind one of the worst offensive lines in the country. Yeah. He's a. He's really another Dalvin Cook. He reminds me a lot of Dalvin Cook, a guy who has incredible bursts through the hole. When he gets it, he makes one cut and he goes. Yeah. Can break tackles, strong guy. Can catch the ball out the backfield. Right. He does it all. So I'm expecting big things out of him. Um, solid receiving core. Mm-hmm. Robert Woods, we talk about underrated receivers. Mm-hmm. Guy who's been productive for his entire career. Yeah. Cooper Cup. That's you know how much Jared man. Goff likes to go to Cooper Cup? That's an elite receiver. Mm-hmm. Excellent tight end. So, like, mm-hmm. they have pieces. They have the guys. I just – I they're not better than Seattle. And they're not better than the 49ers. I don't – There's an argument that they may not even be better than the Cardinals. Right. I don't, know if, yeah, the I don't know if they're better than them. Yeah, we talked. What was it? There was a lot of conversation, like a couple of years ago, how Sean McVay was a, you know, the offensive genius. Yep, a guy. He's not even the best offensive mind in his own division. Kyle oh, Shanahan no. is. Yeah. And right now, Cliff Kingsbury yeah. might be a guy that eclipses him too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So what do you, what do you think? It, like, so I put their their ceiling as nine and seven. I put it because you know they still have the the talent and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But then I put their floor as six and ten because I don't. Believe they're better than these other three teams. Yeah. And like we said, they're kind of floating around in, in no man's land. Yeah. I could see them being worse than 6-10, and 10, honestly. Really? Just, yeah, just because, like you said, the, the division's so top-heavy already. Mm-hmm. And we've seen what their offense looks like when they're not clicking on all cylinders. Yeah. If that happens again, I, I could see that happening again this year, honestly. Um I don't. I they just they just I don't know. They seem really stagnant as a team to me. I don't know. It doesn't seem like they they've gotten any better. Like yeah. they're just kind of there. Yeah. Well, one thing's for sure: the 2020 season is going to be very interesting. Definitely. Yeah. So that's going to wrap up this edition of the Speak Up podcast. We'll catch you guys next time.